do another show. How's it going, guys? Matt here with Carolina Coops. Welcome to Video Chicken. Uh, to my left is my host, Kristen Warren. I think this one really could be a male. Oh, we got one that's hatching? This show is for you guys. This is the bass fiber. Y'all know chickens are the gateway drug into homesteading. We survived with only one trip to the ER. Coyotes are everywhere. It's about time you show up, Matt. Uh -huh. It's a great straw. It is time, finally, for chicken police. They defecate every 12 seconds. Is that true? <laughs> Now it is officially noon because the buzzer went off. <laughs> well, I've never counted. <laughs> Long more road hoops. That's a good one with the, with the courts and everything. And more chickens. Well, the math you do now, Daddy, is chicken math. <laughs> Calm down, Matt. Calm down. But... <laughs> I don't think giving me granola before a show is a good idea. I tasted some. Yeah, I thought it was Ingrid over there chomping Crunching? on a cu cucumber. <laughs> Hello. Oh, yeah. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Video Chicken. We are live February 17th, 2023, coming to you from North Carolina. Um, I was the last one in the studio today, and we got we got we were going to start without you. Yeah, we, no, we you totally weren't. It was going to be the Kristen and Ingrid show. Uh -huh. That's right. Yep. So we got some fading issues that's driving me nuts. Yeah, I well, that. yeah maybe if you were here. Well, you know. oh, wait. Oh, what are you messing with? Hold on. Uh, yeah. Killing me here. Killing oh. me, Smalls. I know. I just, I got the, I had to get the camera. You know how what the camera What is going on work? over there? No, no, you got that right there. It's did the you, light. You want me to move the light? Did you guys mess with the lights? Yeah, of course we did. We came, we moved everything. Why? We unplugged everything. Oh my gosh, that is, that is driving me nuts. All right, hang on. Here, I'll cover it up. Oh no, I know what's going, I know what I'm going to do. Uh, but now it's in the middle. I'm probably going to screw everything up here. Oh, here we go. You know, so we can do that. It's like we're from another planet. Uh, Go get chickens. Um, oh, my gosh. Okay. Have you said the date yet? Really? Why? You want to take another shot? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had a shot. Yes. Uh, what's going on, guys? Welcome to Video Chicken. Yes, it is February 17th, 2023. Uh, I was on a phone call up to like two minutes ago. Ingrid's like, it's time to go. Uh, Got to. I, I don't sound like that. Hopefully, a really. And I said, chop, chop. Oh, that was you? That was me. I thought that was Ingrid. No, that was I me. was like, no one tells me chop, chop. Oh, now I'm definitely using that. <laughs> Absolutely not. So, guys, we got an awesome show today, of course, because we have a guest back. And if you were on last week's show, you heard what this week's show is going to be, and I'm really excited about this. And um, normally we'll bring the guests in around 12.15. It's Tony from chickendoors.com. Uh, he was on a couple weeks ago. We talked about the pull it shut which has been becoming very popular. A lot of people are like, oh, well, I want to change my order now on my door, uh, which is cool. Uh, we are working on some things there. But today, we're going to be doing an unboxing of an American-made foot stomp feeder. Why are you so quiet today? <laughs> you're, you're freaking me out. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Just taking it all in. What's going on? Maybe I need a cup of coffee. Oh my goodness! You need something. Okay. Um, I have something for her, but we'll give that. Yeah, and later. I know. And, and and here's what's funny. Last night, so I wake up at two thirty every morning, uh, like clockwork. I don't know what it is about getting old, and I don't know if you weren't asleep last night, but Kristen's texting me like, "Do you want baby chicks tomorrow?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, I needed to know because I had my alarm set." 
And it, that was per. And I left my volume on just in case you saw it and you replied, and you said no. So I'm like, oh, turn off that alarm. It, you Sleep Im- in. You immediately said, you you agreed to my no. Don't just agree to my no. And I only said no because. I'm having a hard time making some decisions here on what baby chicks we should get because we actually have finally the Carolina Coop, American Coop out in our front yard. So we're all ready to go with that. And we get to get awesome footage out there for everyone, Uh, especially my way of doing a brooder. And that is putting the baby chicks inside the hen house, which I know you're going to disagree with. I like to see them in the house for a couple weeks. I'm enjoying mine in the house. Wait, wait. Fishing Matt Ryan says, I changed my feed and hens are laying normally now. Yeah, my hens are. I didn't, and my hens are laying. Yeah, me now too. too. So, so, so a time of year, so I filled up a basket going on plus with the feed. some. No. You sent me more stuff. No. Oh, did I? It's this. No, not, I got not six. You, not, no, but I got six eggs yesterday because it's February. It's. I, it has nothing to do with the feed. I don't know. There's more and more people saying they're getting the results back, and there might be <laughs> proof that it has something to do with the feed. No. Oh my god! It doesn't even. Well, you know, somebody. The whole, the whole conspiracy doesn't even make sense. So, Some, yeah, somebody needs to do the feed analysis. And I think, uh, who was going to do that? Oh, it was uh, the Meyer Hatchery chick. Oh, yeah. What a great show Tessa. last week with Tessa. Yeah. Did she do her podcast? I should have oh. listened to it. Oh, I don't know. Oh, we're maybe such bad maybe friends. one of our listeners caught that because right. she was going to do a whole show on the feed. Yeah. And I actually went onto their website. I was going to start ordering baby chicks and it was semi successful. And then all of a sudden, there's that one chick that I got to wait until July. I'm like, no, nope, don't want to do it now. No, it's it, 80% of what you want is a good starter flock. Oh, we are settling now. Yes. In th- but you can probably buy that elusive chick somewhere. Yes. Locally. And by the way, we should talk about um, the chick season because I s- was going to go to the farm store this morning and buy chicks. And they had on their social media, it said, last week was a crazy week for baby chicks. Our first person arrived in line at 630 and we had 30 people in line before 715 a.m. And by 8 a.m. there were 70 people wrapped around the building. And this is a- in a tiny town. I know. Pittsburgh, and, North Carolina, yeah. gorgeous place. Yeah, like so, an hour from Raleigh. So you were going to go there this morning and get us some baby chicks, which I appreciate, but what time were you going to get there? 8.30, mm, when it th- opened. Th- they would but... be all gone. Oh, they open. Oh, so you got to stand in. This and, is... th- and they said this morning there was two cars in, in the parking lot at 5.45 a.m. I believe it. it's like Black Friday for baby chicks. And it's only February. It's not even March or, or Easter yet. Okay, now I'm getting fired up. I know. I, I said for years <laughs> this was going to happen. All right. So we got... <laughs> oh, sorry. We got 82 people here already. Thanks for showing up. I, I, I already have 11 in a brooder in my <coughs> house. Must be nice. I know. <laughs> so Oops. I want to jump right into this unboxing. So again, if you're just joining us, welcome to Video Chicken Live, February 17th, 2023. We have Tony from chickendoors.com who he's going to explain real quick the product that we're going to be unboxing. I'm not sure if we have to put it together, but I'm really, really excited about this. I'm going to explain why when we get into it. So, Ingrid, if you can bring Tony in. Hopefully, Tony, you're ready. And we are going to have to move the Golden Bell. We haven't rang the Golden Bell in a while. But um, I guess that's your guys' cue out there. I could always use a good laugh. And, of course, if you can comment and help share the show, please do so. The more you guys engage, the better it is for us. This is going to be a little tricky. Good morning, Tony. How you, how's Texas? Are you warming up out there? Well, I think you stole some of our warmth. You're in short sleeves. And yeah. now today, of course, it's Texas, we've got the roller coaster weather, right? We have high of 50 today. Sunday's high is supposed to be 80. So go figure. Everyone's yeah. very confused. Yeah, it's that time of and year. And you're talking about having the long hair. 
my goodness, I, you know, I don't want to blind you, but boy, <laughs> you was, still got it. Looks good. Yeah, well, thank you. There's not much left. I tell you, owning a business will do a number on you. And it was funny. I was watching Tony laugh in the green room um, <laughs> at our jokes and uh, the promo. So I'm going to throw you another protein, uh, a, a theory on the whole feed thing. You know how they've had trouble getting uh, fertilizer for the, for the farmers? And if they haven't fertilized, that could have reduced the protein content. So while Purina and everyone else is saying that they have the exact same formula, if the corn has a lower protein number, that could result in changing the food without necessarily them changing anything that they know of. So you're saying it is plausible. There is a chance that it could Mm. be true. There is something going on with the feed. Where's the? It's so mysterious that chickens start stop laying in the winter. I don't know what it could possibly be. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> could you tell my sarcasm? <laughs> what? Okay. All right. So Tony, thank you so much for being here. <laughs> and uh, guys, if you have any questions, comments, please leave them in the section. And if you don't have any questions or comments, let us know where you're watching from. Give us a hi. Keep commenting. That helps grow the show. And of course, sharing it. So I want to go ahead and get started because I am pumped. Now, I'm going to need some help. Do you want to help? Since you're on, I can help. Oh, okay, yay! I moved it literally next to. Kristen. Well, well, oh, let that? me let me run the show a little bit here. Let's go ahead and introduce. <laughs> you act maybe, like it's your show. Maybe where it's all started. So let's go ahead and grab the grandpa's feeder. Okay, quickly, come on. Oh, the box. What? It's not a union job around here, folks. Yeah, here we go. No, no Ingrid, I was gonna have Kristen do. It. I need yeah, you I over there. I can do it. No, that's not what I said. Please go over. Grab the... I swear, folks, sometimes I just don't understand. This isn't complicated. We need... Where it all begins. Let's start at the beginning real quick. And again, I want to be clear. uh, No one's paying us to do this, this, and that. This show is to educate you guys and to help solve problems. We want to make sure you understand having chickens is extremely easy. Now, this is going to be a little tricky. So, Tony, if we could... Can we try putting Tony back into the green room, but keep his audio on so we get the full shot um, for everyone, like, if you don't mind. But Tony, we'll be able to hear you and you'll be able to comment. So, Tony, are you still there, sir? Yep. Yes. Okay, so, folks, here is the foot stomp feeder, and it's real simple. You fill the feet. This is the grandpa. Be, be clear what you're doing. I, I am. This is the grandpa feeder, the foot stomp feeder. And this is where you're going to put feed in, and you're going to put the lid back on. Well, that's kind of already a pain in the butt. All right, there we go. Slightly And used. what it does is when the chickens have been trained to come up to the feeder, they stop on it, and they can get to the feed. The reason for this style feeder, any guesses? Any guesses? Can you guys have any guesses out there? What? what why do we want a foot stop feeder? It reduces waste. It reduces squirrels. It re- right. I guess it would uh, result in it's to stop rodents from eating your feed. Okay. Huh. So again, the secret to anything that has to do with pests is about prevention. So this is a great way to prevent it. Now, here's the thing. This is, I have been told, is a great feeder um, over the years. And I can't remember what it retails for. But that's not the important part. The important part is that it's been it's made in New Zealand, which is kind of cool. I've never seen anything made in New Zealand. But I think we're going to be unboxing and showing a better overall design of this concept. Do I have that correct, Tony? Yes. So, so let me make some comments about what you're looking at. Um, and here's there's two ways to solve a problem. 
you can make something more and more and more complicated, or you can fix it in the first place. So take it and turn it slightly sideways. You're just about there. If you look at, so if you stomp with the step of the pedal thing, stomp that down. You see that arm on the side that's swinging around? And yes. it's kind of a funky arm thing. And then you've got this side shield that comes up to prevent that chicken's head from getting caught in there. And it's just a whole bunch of parts and pieces that, you know, the more complicated you make it, the more you're begging for problems, right? Okay, hold on. So that's an interesting point. Um, I, I didn't even think about that. We got some Matt's side shields. getting excited now. Well, yeah, it's because we got some side shields on. That makes sense because, you know, uh, Charlotte's over here. She's sitting on it. And then you got Henrietta coming over here. And Charlotte's like, yeah, you remember last night? And then she's like, oh, there goes your head. I, that's, I didn't even oh, think about funny. that. Oh, so, I thought it was. And then if, when, when it's open, if you look inside, they've got a, a mesh square, what, about one inch size square material to prevent the chickens from getting their heads too much in there. But if they get down below that, they can kind of catch their head. And it's it's not the greatest, safest, um, hmm. you know, cover from the inside. But what happened is there were a bunch of problems with this design and they kept adding wings and back feeds and this and that, and that little shield part to try and minimize uh, or, quote, solve the problems. Um, and then when you pick it up, how much does it feel like it weighs? Uh, okay, so we got safety issues. I didn't even think there was safety issues. Um, it retails for 190 by the way. 9.8 pounds. Okay. Exactly it, it's, it's not that heavy. And once the birds have eaten all the food, you can imagine chickens climbing on that and jumping on it. And they could kind of knock it over, just mess with it. It is, it's just, it's almost like a playground thing that you would see a big sign that says, please sue me. And you know, not, 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 I'm not a fan of that. It says it's 10 pounds. So many, according yeah, to this. It, it's, it's a little on the lighter side because of things I like that. I deserve the bell. Uh, okay, so it's lightweight, safety issues. And what you're saying is they've had problems over the years, so they got to keep adding to it. And that how much, has. How much feet does it have? Does it hold? It holds according to their. Okay. It doesn't look like very much. It said it said liters because they're New Zealand, but um. Well, I guess, Kristen. How many, uh, five pounds. It says twenty liters. I have no idea. Yeah, what that, that means. is. All right, so. Okay, you Europeans, help us out. <laughs> yeah, we're. <laughs> we know you're out you're there. You're talking five gallons. I'm not sure that's five gallons is an awful lot. I'd be surprised if it fits. In no, she's is it liters. Yeah, I said 20, 20 liters. Um, 20 liters. Okay, so, and again, Fisher Matt Ryan. And I don't think we've seen Fisher Matt Ryan in a while. Um, yeah, welcome. He, he must be playing hooky. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> there is uh, a quick note I forgot to mention, unfortunately. I was on I was on a conference call, and we didn't get the uh, mic ran to Nan's office, so we don't have Nan chiming in today, unfortunately. They're not even listening. We didn't even get the monitor speakers going. So, yes, somehow Matt or Fish and Matt Ryan knew not was not here. <laughs> All right. So um, are we ready to do the unboxing of the Coupola? Coupola, right? Mm -hmm. Are we ready to do this, Tony? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Awesome. So, guys, so uh, they sent us the Coupola, which is another style of foot stomp feeder. I have yet to see it. Uh, it's still in the box. We're going to do everything live right here. So if you have any questions, please let us know um, about feeder, feeders in general. And again, we have Tony from chickendoors.com that, uh, you know, if you could, Tony, tell us, you know, 
how did this start for Having, you guys making a can we do the interview thing or should we just no, no. we gotta okay. do the unboxing yeah we need the full screen for the box okay thank you sorry i have some debris in on the desk from that used one you know, we, we had the same problem as everyone in terms of you know just everything is getting into your feet and you have chickens never want to eat the food that's on top they want to throw that aside and eat what's what's below it. So we kind of looked at what feeder options people had, and there just weren't really any good options. So this took over a year of development of, you know, design, change, design, revise, revise, redesign, throw it away, start again. And it's a pretty long process. So, yep, and that just pulls straight up. This one's we heavier. Holy cow. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's heavier because we don't Ooh. want the chickens playing football with that feeder. Ooh, that the two slide walls mm. are actually the marine grade Delron. Um, wow. So, and then right there, you see the top is how it got its name, the cupola, the little. And a lot of people don't know what cupolas are. So, if you go back in time, you know, 100, 150 years ago, when barns were being built, you'd have a lot of dust and stuff inside that builds up some heat. Well, they'd build something that looks like that round thing on top of our finger, and it would let the heat rise and vent out of the, um, the barns. So, that was the name that we kind of started with and spun on. In terms of assembly, do we see how you're taking it all apart? If you take the feeder, and tilt it back towards you so it's laying on its backside. And then on the side closest to me, you see that square aluminum bar on the bottom? That paddle that you just pulled out inserts into that, and there's two screws that'll hold it in place. So, that, so you can take that, that and insert it. Yeah, that piece that you're holding that. Okay, well, uh, so Tony's helping us cheat a little bit. So let's go ahead and here, here's what I, I want people wow. to see this. Yeah, so it's very heavy. Tony is the man. Yeah, and I see three separate parts. I was actually, to be honest with you, I was expecting it to be in more pieces. So I love that it comes almost fully assembled. I think that's awesome. And we got some nice instructions. The coupe a la automatic feeder. Blah, 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 blah. All right, so we got assembly instructions. Very simple and easy. And this was also in it. Nice. Coupala automatic feeder. So great. Selling points, a phone number. Okay, that's cool. So that it's easy to get in touch, I guess, if they need any questions answered, any customer service. So we're going to go ahead. And should we read the instructions or? Nope. It's, it's pretty much where you're standing. It That paddle goes in. See those two Phillips screws? You might need to loosen them a little bit, but they insert into those two holes. Well, Tony, sir, I see flathead screws. Flathead? Yeah. Oh, man. Exactly. So higher Whoever camera. invented flathead screws. You have to go back in time. <laughs> oh, yeah. And machines did not exist for the Phillip head way back then. Right, right. Okay. So no, 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 no worries at all. Okay. So this is going to be real easy. Okay. And no one's listening out there. I don't have anyone listening because the <laughs> speakers. So, um, I don't have a screwdriver. Are we going to improvise? Do we need a coin? You might with your fingers. Are they loose? No. All right. No. So let me go. I'll go. No, no, no. That's too easy. Would it, would a coin work? Can't you tell that I'm trying to get away from you? I'm trying to find excuses for leaving. Oh, look. Uh, here's a fingernail clipper. Would that work? Oh, they're probably listening. Yeah. To the, oh, we got MacGyver going. Right, here we go. Here we go. 
All Thank right. You, That's going to be way too small, but um okay, so we are going to So folks, we don't have a screwdriver, but Let me see if I Uh we got we got something. Oh. Where in the world this come from? Now we look like we know what we're doing. Uh beautiful. Okay, so what we're doing, folks, is we're going to listen to have Tony tell us what to do. But it looks like, if I was yeah. a guest, and look, at we got little index points. Yep. I love index points. It's so simple. I'm just going to push that in there, and I'm assuming it's going to stop where... The screws need to loosen up. Yep, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. There drop go. down and in there and tighten a little bit. Easy peasy. All right. How much yeah. does this, how much feed does this hold? So this one holds about 18 pounds. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, depending on your flock size and depending on how much free range you're doing, but, um, you know, with oh gosh, 10 birds, you probably get a week oh. or two feed in there. Done. Okay. Wow. Done. That Dude, is really nice. Check this out. Okay, I wish I would have made a bigger point about the grandpas. They're not they're not going to sue us, are they? Okay, listen, I'm just trying to show you guys the difference. I was already going nuts about the stupid <laughs> We're going to sue lid. them. <laughs> Look at um, This is great. It's it's yeah. it's like it's it's kept on with tension. Do it. Exactly. Try that. That is that is so. I mean, it takes more than a little bit of force to pull yeah. it. Yeah, which is good. Now put that on. Look how yeah. easy it is to put that on. Um. Oh yeah, that's nice. Isn't that nice? If I was standing up, I would have been able right, to lift right. up. But um, um, now try the. Yeah, okay, hold on, hold on. All right, guys, so we're at 110. Thank you for everyone to be here. We are live February 17th, 2023. We have Tony in the green room. That's the other gentleman you hear talking right now uh, who's coming to you live from uh, Texas, and he is with chickendoors.com, and we are doing an unboxing of the Coop a la, a foot stomp style feeder, and we're just doing a quick comparison to the only other foot stomp feeder I have ever seen. That's the grandpa's feeder. And um, this one is made in America, which we love. And there were some things, Tony, that when we first started talking originally that you're like, yeah, there's things we're doing differently. So I think if now's a good time, tell us, yeah. tell, walk us through this if you could. So, you know, at first you notice there's just the two paddle arms that come out. There's nothing around the sides, no complicated mechanisms in back that, you know, heads and things. We don't need those side shields because of the way it's made. Um, like I said, it took a, a good year of development because you don't want the lid to open too far because then the birds will just stand up on top and start kicking the food around. And there, there's some points in there that, uh, and, and um, when it goes up, we actually have a couple of springs that we custom make that um, are what holds it in place. If you look inside, you'll see there's a little nylon roller, uh, actually, uh, actually I think Teflon, that, is what rolls across the inside of the lid to lift it from each side. So there's really nothing to get. And if you push too hard down, you'll feel that spring of the metal. So you're not going to break it. Like some of the others, you mm. bend too far, and then all of a sudden those little linkages uh, break. So we don't wow. have those issues. Um, and if a hen comes in from the side, there's only a couple of ounces of force on that lid. So they're not going to, you know, feel like their head's getting cut off. Yeah, and then get the decapitated. In and only gets to a very shallow part. So we don't need that, you know, that like one inch square material. Yes. Ours doesn't have that because we don't need it. The food comes in, stays low. And, and part of the world of chickens is the chicken never wants to eat the food that's right in front of it. 
It wants to throw that aside and eat the piece that's underneath it, right? So that's how half your food. Here's a here's actually a, an amazing stat. When I first put, I, I had about 20 birds at the time. When I first got this feeder, my food bill dropped 40%. Whoa. That's how much they were wasting. And what happens is the chickens don't want the food on top, so they throw it aside and eat a bite and throw aside and eat a bite. And that food that they're throwing out brings in the bugs. Those bugs bring in the mice that brings in the rats that brings in the snakes that decide to start eating your, your eggs. And basically you're paying good money to cause your own problems. That's not how I like to live my life. So that was a big part of this is, you know, get rid of all the predators that also gets rid of uh, problems like uh, some of the diseases. Cause you can imagine if a mouse is walking on top of that food, they're pooping, they're peeing, and that's what your chickens get. And that's how you spread a lot of diseases. Yeah, a lot right? of people don't realize that. That's how we got the plague. That's, uh, well, <laughs> sort of. That was with fleas. But here's what happens in commercial restaurants, fleas not to gross people mice. out, is a lot of people get sick, and it isn't because of spoiled food. It's where the, the sanitation area is so bad where a lot of these pests harbor and live, like cockroaches and mice, and then they walk across the food prep areas, they walk across food and contaminating it. So they're actually spreaders of it. And we used to go in with a black light and you would see all the rodent urine in these kitchens. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. It was unreal. But it's very real. It's very can, true. Can okay, we, so have, we have questions. There are so bit. many questions and comments. Tony, are you ready to answer some questions and comments? Here we go. Awesome. Right, should I bring them in? Uh, the questions? No, Tony. No, actually, if you don't mind, Tony, I mean, you're a beautiful man. No offense. But we're going to keep you in the green room because I love how big of the picture is for the feeder. Okay? Sure. Sure. All right. Awesome. Um, so people are wondering how many pounds does a bird have to be? Can can you have a bantam music? Can you adjust the poundage, the the weight that needs to be on there for it to open? Well, great question. So we, we actually hand calibrate each of these, and it's a, about a pound and a half of force that needs to be on that oh. front paddle. And and actually, let me throw it um, a, a little humor at this. This is the most fun you'll have all year, unless you're married. <laughs> so what you're going to do is when you first put this out there in the yard, take away the other feeders and just put a brick on that paddle so it stays open all the time. The chickens are very much like men. Food attracts them. That's their center of life. So they'll be eaten out of there for a day or two. All is good. Now for the key thing. Get your lawn chairs, get your camera phone, get some popcorn and set up and take away the brick. Here's what happens. The first hen that walks up to it, and this is true for all of the, the step-on feeders, the first hen that steps on it, you hear that little sound. And of course that lip comes up and that scares the bird. And she goes running away like a chicken. And the next chicken tells you, oh, you're just a chicken. Let me show you how it's done. Well, they do the same thing. You get a good five, 10 minutes of just massive entertainment until one of these birds is brave enough to stand on it and stay there and start eating. And then everyone else goes, oh yeah, there's food. Okay, you saved our lives. But it's <laughs> a good time watching them learn how to how to, to use that i think that matt's having thinking. fun with it right now yeah, yeah. maybe so we should it, put it, your oatmeal in you here you need <laughs> 
you need. So it has to be, um, I'm sorry, a pound and a half? About a pound and a half of weight, which is okay. more than your average mouse or rat. And even a yeah. squirrels aren't quite that heavy unless they're really fat. Right. But um, I, I had a Sarama and some. I have a Old English Game Bantam, and I don't think she weighs a pound. So to so it depends on the Bantam. So if it's a tiny bird like a Sarama or yeah if you have a really small bird now a couple of options you can just put a little half you know half pound rock on that paddle and just right. leave it there right or you can adjust the two springs to reduce mm. that setting okay so, so it, it is adjustable yeah so if you look from the bottom side so where the two arms come into that square aluminum you'll see there's two other where the springs come into that square bar you see that yeah, we have uh, an Allen set screw. Yeah, exactly. So you would take that and adjust it um, to Upper. make it a higher or lower t uh, tension load. No so kidding. Yeah, it, it is, yeah. Now, I've really not had trouble. You know, the the screw is not made for newborn chicks. It's right. really made for you know, your adults. That makes sense. But, um, you know, very few people take issue with that, uh, you know, with the setting. So, Tony, Tony, if you could, and, and thank you guys for all the questions and comments. We'll definitely get to them, I promise. Uh, tell us, I'm big on the material. I'm big on the, um, yeah. you know, it looks like we have some brass acorn nuts. And just tell us about the material that we're looking at that makes this feeder. So, the, the first thing, and this is where the weight and, and actually some of the highest costs come. The two end walls are what's called marine grade Delron. It is UV, those black plates on the edge. Mm -hmm. The two sides, that gives it some weight. That is what gives it all of its rigidity. I mean, you can take this and try and twist it and so forth, and it really holds its shape and form over time. Um, so that's, you know, step number one. That's, you know, it's never going to fade. The, the feeder does need to be undercover. You don't want water, uh, you know, rainy. Oh, you know? okay. That's a good point. But, you know, we start with that. And as you mentioned, there's brass acorns on all the sides. You're not going to get anything ugly around that. Everything throughout the middle is galvanized uh, sheet metal. Um, you know, over t if you let that get wet, yeah, that'll start rusting. But if it's inside the coop, you've got years and years and years for you can have any issues with that. Right. Um, so actually, to that point, something just occurred to me. Another huge benefit about the design of all of our chicken coops is we have an enclosed run. Yeah. It's just the way it should mm -hmm. be. So you just put this right inside the run, and it should last, I, I would guess, a lifetime. I mean, I'm seeing everything that... Uh, you would want even smooth. in an exterior application and how exactly it's smooth and it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. This, yeah. you know, I, I guess I'm going to sound a little weird. This, and I'm not just saying this because of Tony's here and blah, blah, blah. I'm just being honest, guys. I'm sure you know that by now. This looks way more beautiful yeah. than yeah. that the New Zealand yeah. feeder. It looks it's, definitely yeah. beefier. It looks sturdier. It looks safer. Mm -hmm. um, it's I, heavy. I don't remember what the inside of the other one looks like, but I, I'm thinking that I recall it not being as uh, sleek and efficient. And this part right here, I was wondering what that grate was on the other one. Yeah. And this one doesn't have the grate. And I was thinking if the feed's at the bottom, like if they're running out of feed, that grate's going to make it so that they can't. Right. And Tony was saying that sometimes they get their head stuck in it. Yeah. Because I, so that's that's a great improvement that I see. Yeah. And there is a, I'm not sure if you guys there. can see it. And I figured Tony might talk about it unless I missed it. It's kind of hard to see. Yeah. There's another lip inside there. There must be a very right. important reason for this lip. Yes. So that's a very important feature. There's a, 
we limit how much food comes to that front area. We don't want it to just completely fill up that front compartment because then they'll be able to start really flinging the food around. When it's when the food is in there, it actually sits pretty low, and you only get you know maybe an inch or so deep of feed, and that back stop point is prevents is what prevents it from getting too full. And so instead of the birds eating some of the feed and then throwing it around and so forth, it just again makes them use what they have before more feed falls into it. And we've got both that plate on the inside as well as on the outside. You see a piece that comes out that prevents the lid from opening too far because if it opens straight up, then the birds would climb in there and then start throwing the food around. So, so it's, you know, is it slanted yeah. a little bit then? So yeah. in the inside, it's slanted. So that's what we're looking yeah. at right yeah. now. So it the gravity will pull the feed as as it goes. Okay. Exactly. Because <laughs> exactly. the worst thing in the world is you have a corner back there and the food just sits there. Right. And, you know, after months, it starts getting moldy and then that spreads everything else. Again, you know, the health of the birds. Um, all right. So I see there's more questions and comments coming in. And hopefully we did just get a good look at the inside of the yeah. bin. Uh, Ingrid, keep hammering out the questions because I want um, just, totally... I, I was just going to show my age by saying that you did your best Carol Merrill imitation. <laughs> who's, who's Carol Merrill? She was. <laughs> Tony's laughing because he's like me. Carol Merrill was the original lady on Let's Make a Deal. And she would kind of gesture to the different products hmm. behind the um, curtain. Uh, and before I forget, I there is something that I definitely it. want to talk about because this is very important mm-hmm. is, and this is what I remember from when I first saw this, I was shocked by is look, look at this sticker right here. American made. Mm-hmm. We're, we, we're American made chicken coops. I can tell you what, it is not cheap producing anything in America. And so when you buy American products, American made products, you know, you're going to get a better product, but it, you're going to pay for it. However, I was shocked to see the retail price of the coop a la <clears throat> compared to other feeders we've seen out there, especially if we were to compare it to the uh, grandpa's feeder. So here, if not, I, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm, I'm kind of spitballing here some thoughts, but uh, the price was almost the same, if not less. And I was shocked by that because of this. I knew it was going to be a far superior quality product. This is 220 This retails. What is the grandpa's feeder? One ninety. Okay, so think about that. For thirty dollars more, you get ninety nine percent better feeder. When you think about, it. I love. And a, your hens are not decapitated. Yeah, your hens are not going to be. That's a bonus. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> and Tony, I wonder how. I guess it's probably not hard for a smart man like Tony to be able to do the math. But he made an interesting point. It saved forty percent of their feed, so it pays for itself. And yeah. can and we put the- some googly eyes right here? Would that be wrong? Like, I got. <laughs> <laughs> so Darshell asked if it's completely rainproof, but I think you've you said that it should be covered because even though you have the right. what do you call it, an acorn brass, um, right around the left and right sides, water could drip down into it out of the yeah. rain. Plus, the rain is gonna you know it's galvanized metal, so that will get it to start rusting a whole lot faster. We used so, yeah, to make feeder stations. Picture a tiny gazebo. Yeah. Yep. We should do that. And that would protect us. It'd be awesome. Sorry. Well, you have your nocturnal critters. So that's why I never keep any feed out. Nope. That's for, a good point. For my yeah. free range chickens is is the nocturnal feeder, you know, they're, they're going to figure this out. Yeah. Yeah. And then the possums and the raccoons are going to feast all night. That's that's a good point. So another great reason. So you don't want to leave it out. Having a solid run. Uh, that yeah. you can lock and, out. And something else. 
that, you know, I, I've done the math on this. If you've got 20 birds, um, you're going to be feeding about five pounds a day. That's what they eat. And if you're saving 40% of the cost of that feed, um, that's going to amount to about $25 per month in saved. And this is for regular feed. If you go with the organic, healthier, you know, quote foods, mm-hmm. you can double that. So this thing in less than a year's time will pay for itself. Yeah. That's wow. Just, you know, a no, you, you eliminate the problems you're saving your food bill. And, and if you're doing organic, you know, in less than five months, you'll have say, and that's with 20 birds. If you got more birds, it'll, it'll go even faster. So, yeah. Yeah. So even things like when you're, you're just flipping it open and closed. If you look up inside, you'll see a couple little black things that it doesn't thump real hard when it closes, like you'd have the metal on metal. Just some sound absorbers, a little less stress for the birds because, you know, we want happy birds, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, so I see things. so I see some comments coming in. This is very interesting. And these are probably some good points. So we should talk about this. Uh, we are a fan of another style feeder called the Coop Works that is completely different concept. And I, I see there's some comments about comparing the two. And where I see something like this can be extremely valuable, and I've seen this like in middle tech, uh, not Texas, middle uh, California. I can't remember what these mice that they have out there. They are out there by the millions wild, like deer mice, but they're not deer mice. And, you know, if you are in an area, whether you're in the city or you're in an area where you just have what I would call high pest pressure, meaning you're doing everything you can, but you're just surrounded by things like rodents, this could be a good solution. I know the Coop Works has the inserts for the portholes, right? It does. But you have to put that on every, if you have it out of your coop, you have to put those on every night. Yeah, that only worked like one night, two nights for me. So again, we love the Coop Works feeder. Don't get us wrong, folks. What we're trying to do is give you guys options and, and talk to the people that are the inventors, the people you're supporting, the people you're buying from, and the passion that they have behind it, just like we do with our chicken coops, okay? Um, But again, to help you, if you're on the fence right now, uh, like, well, my husband said no because they're going to have mice and rats. No, it's not true. And here is why. Yeah. Also, yeah. Yeah. I, I this is just me. I Because it's so humid here in the summer, I don't really want to put 40 pounds of feed out at once. I'm afraid that that's just going to sit out and get possibly get moldy. It might not. It might. I'm just, I get worried about that. I kind of, I like being able to control the feed in a smaller you know, in smaller batches, yeah. but that's, that's me. I'm also overly involved with my chickens, so I don't mind going out there multiple times. <laughs> so. One thing that's entertaining, I, I say the feeder has a built-in uh, notification for when it's empty, because what happens is a bird walks up, it's empty, she steps off, she steps on, she steps off. She's like, magic <laughs> up here. So when you hear that stomp, 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 <laughs> that's the girl saying, mom, Get with it. We that, want some hungry. That's like me going to the refrigerator. I'm that guy. I'm like, okay, it's going to be the no, 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 this time. Okay, this it. time, third time. No. Exactly. <laughs> Men and chickens are so much alike. Oh <laughs> that's a good point. Yep. yep, yep. Um, so, it, and a little detail in there. If you notice, it, it's on the top, It's as well as when you go look inside the front entrance, the galvanized is rolled. So like at the top, there's no sharp edge to oh, cut here. your finger on. Mm-hmm. And that front lip, you kind of stick your finger inside there. Um, from the bottom side, it's it's rolled uh, sheet metal. Oh, yeah. Um, that 
lip kind of goes up and over it. So it's it's designed that even if a yeah. bird's got their head stuck in it and the door closes, she just pulls her head back. I mean, she could leave her head there, you know, because some birds are silly, but it's not going to hurt her, um, you know, with the door closing on her. Yeah, there is so many great details that make this just a great product, especially comparing it to the other uh, style foot stomp feeder. So somebody asked if the chickens ever stand on top of the lid that opens and what happens. Yeah, they can. They can, but it's obviously. Great, great question. It's slightly sloped so that okay. they can't really get the traction to stand there. Oh, um, so they'll, they'll kind of tend to fall off of it. But if another girl kind of steps on the feeder, then they kind of, it's just not a comfortable spot for them to be. So they, they tend to uh, not do that. They could stand on the very top, but that won't affect the lid. Yeah, they're talking about the lid right? there, Matt. Oh, okay. That part. So that, I was going to say. The part that opens. Yeah. That, mm -hmm. Okay, that makes good sense. Oh, yeah. You are not eating today, Henrietta. And, and um, it's even designed that in, in this position as it is, let's say a bird stands on the very top of it. That's flatter. That's more comfortable. They turn around. They poop on that opening lid. Well, the it's sloped outward, so the poop would either slide off, but it's not going to go into the food, right? Mm, that is so a good a point. Like that. And, and Matt, here's a good question for you. You see where cupola is embossed into that cover in front? Mm -hmm. Guess how many tons of press it takes to make that? 1,200. Well, not that much. We okay. tried a 30-ton press. It couldn't do it. We had to go to a 60-ton press. Wow. 60 tons to punch that. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. Wait, 60 that's tons? Good. That's 120,000 pounds. Yes. Yes, yeah, so I was nowhere close. Yeah, you were. I was you shy were... by a couple zeros. Yeah, you were wrong. That's insane. <laughs> I, I, I don't I'm not, You're not wrong very often. I'm not a tin knocker, but uh -huh. I, I do have such a huge uh -huh. appreciation for this skill because especially with this, like he's Tony's pointing out details that a lot. It probably goes unnoticed, but I have this hem here and nothing. There's no burrs anywhere. I mean, I just there's so many great details all the way to this little knobby. Mm -hmm. That is not a cheap thing to build. OK, yeah. We, if you and, think and about that. Yeah. So it's just, this is so nice. And I tell you one, I mean, I have a lot of things I like about it. This is my favorite. Cause that's the one thing that drove, drove me nuts about the grandpa feeder is those screws. Oh, to load it. Yes. Um, all right. So is there any other questions and comments about the feeder Ingrid? Um, how hard is it? Well, somebody asked how hard it is to train them. And I think Tony explained how you train them by taking away, just like we, we say with our waterers, take away the other sources of food. Um, right. and, and leave it open so they know that's where they're going to go. Have you found a difference, and do you have a preference between granular or, oh, yeah. or pellets? Yeah, I was going to ask that. Or too. I guess, am I saying it right? Granular or pellets? The Crumbles. Stuff. Crumbles. Thank you. You haven't been to the farm store so, lately, have you? No, I heard the feed's not good there, and my chickens won't lay eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that was good. So we've tried both crumbles as well as pellets, and with this feeder, it doesn't make any difference. You know, what do your birds prefer? Um, I, I personally prefer the pellets because it's, it's just a little bit easier, a little bit less dusty, in my opinion. But um, yeah, for the for the birds, this feeder works great either way. Yeah, some people are saying that their chickens don't want to eat pellets. <clears throat> my trap. I like pellets. My trap. <coughs> my trap wants me to eat out of it. <laughs> I think you should. No. Put your granola in there. Oh, our next potluck here at Carolina Coops, we're using this. <laughs> You'll like this. So when we go to a you know a trade show like Mother Earth Fair, we put candy in there, 
and it comes out the bottom. So we step on the paddle and, you know, the kids come out, they just reach in and grab a candy. And when the adult reaches in, we let go of the paddle and it catches our hand. And we have fun with that. <laughs> so there's so a couple yeah, of- you can use it as a... There's a couple of people that um, were, were late to the show. How dare you? But um, again, Tony, can you go over again? What is the metal? What is this made out of? So everything is galvanized sheet metal. Okay. And why galvanized, galvanized sheet metal? Explain to us that we, for us folks that have no idea what that means. Okay. So, you know, you've got different metals. Um, steel is incredibly strong and it, it's a, a lower cost. It also has better memory. For instance, the two springs that are inside, we tried multiple different metal types until we decided on, on this particular one. Um, but galvanized metal, she, steel is great and strong, but it wants to rust as soon as you blink. When you galvanize it, it's a, a process that coats the metal to, it doesn't eliminate rust, but it substantially inhibits it. It's like painting your car. You know, it's going to prevent rust. Um, so, you know, your top sides, bottom, etc., that, that is, is all a sheet metal. The two side pieces are a what's called a Delron marine grade uh, UV rated. Uh, it, it's a plastic material, but it gives it weight and strength. It's uh, not going to be affected by the sun. And, and yeah, marine grade is, is important, especially when things are out in the elements in the sun, like you exactly. said. Exactly. So we just we have a comment that came in. Um, Chris and I appreciate you jumping on it. Thank you. Uh, someone, some people asked for a side by side. I was actually yes, thinking about we, doing. We do this. read those comments. And again, mm-hmm. you know, Tony, I know that this. Uh, well, you, you do it really well. I don't know if I could ever be on a show with someone comparing our coop to someone else's. Uh, <laughs> you but, no, definitely could not. Right, but <laughs> what I liked when I first talked to Tony about it, he said I welcome it. And I would do the same thing, but boy, if I wasn't there to defend myself or whatever, because there is so many differences between the two and i see why tony's like yes um i want to show people why our feeder is so much better look at look how much higher that is too that's interesting i'm not sure if you can back that up and how much louder it is as well oh yeah yeah it is right? well well hold on yeah yeah you ready ready hold on here let's set it down you ready all right a oh, we should have it okay can you guess which feeder this is without looking about on, yeah, get your mic. All right, let's get the mic positioned in, this, in the correct place. All right, let's do oh it equally on both sides. Well, we got to I, – I know the YouTube chicken police out there. They're going to be like, no, 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 you had the wrong mic. That's a condenser mic. Not a, I mean, they're just brutal, these keyboard warriors. Okay, so we have the mics about the same distance apart, right? Can you move your water? Oh, and you left your cup here. Oh, and before I forget, everyone needs to wish – I mean, we're a couple days late, but someone – I uh, just had a happy birthday, right? Aww. I think it was a happy birthday, Kristen. Thank yes. you. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> okay. Here we go. Uh, go ahead. Do the test. Well, you should do it. Do the test, Beavis. All right. No, okay. That's okay. Grandpa. Grandpa. That dang Grandpa. Look how much. I wish we could get the shot of this. Oh, it's night and day. That's like when you shut a door on a Cadillac versus a, a Toyota or something. I like Toyota. Yeah, I have a Toyota. Um, jeez, <laughs> oh, I, ne- I can never win. So that's an interesting point. I mean, and I love how much smoother and short of a movement it actually takes. And it is lower. Yeah. And the other one, you see it opens so high. I mean, a bird could climb on top of there and then start trying to kick the feed. And I'm not sure there's anything inside. I can't see from this view in terms of stopping the food from just coming out and filling up that front compartment area. 
Nope. Um, or right, is there a slope? Let, let's just do it one more time. All right. Equal pressure. Oh, it's night and day. Night and day. And if, if you take ours and kind of try and twist it, you just you, you can't move it. It's just strong, strong. All right, we're the doing the twist test. Oh yeah. Well, well, not I, mean, I meant the whole body part. Yeah. Again, I mean, I, I mean, since we're here and we've taken the time, the flimsiness of this feeder is flimsy, versus this material is. I wish I could get the whole shot. It is just so much more solid. And I stout. love the side. I mean, and the design. You should do like appliances or cars or something. I don't know. Yeah, furniture. It, it's, or... it's yeah, it's very sleek. It looks very well this, designed. This, it's very well thought out. This looks like uh, mid-century little... or something. It's I don't a little know. cupola. It's like a, little, a it's a yeah. cupola, Kristen. It's a cupola the top on the cupola handle. It's very fancy. All right, so I, I see like more it. questions coming in. We're already at twelve forty-eight. We're just getting started with the show. I don't know where this time goes. Um, of course, we got a, a huge fan. Misty is uh, got a question there. Yeah, she's got a broody hen. I saw on the forum already, and she's going on vacation. So I know that was one of her concerns. Okay, so, it's a, okay, so we'll definitely get to yeah. that. Um, were there any other questions regarding the feeder, uh, and any other points, Tony, you would like to make uh, so that the viewers? Listeners on the podcast can make an educated decision. It when you compare them side by, you know, I hate taking individual other companies. I know they do the best they can with what they have. Yes. When you look at them side by side and you say, "What do you want?" and what you know, when you put the design effort in, you realize you eliminate these problems like the funky side things and the flimsy or this or that, the giant openings and the mesh. We we've put the effort in to make a superior product and in the reality i think these feeders are way underutilized because especially with the price of food going through the roof you know when feed was six dollars a bag yeah who cared now it's 20 bucks a bag that's a good point um, yeah it's you know it's, it's just money you're throwing away to cause your own problems so um you know it's it's just designed manufactured and we make it um we're south of Austin. It's made, uh, Dave, a really good buddy of ours, the other side of Austin uh, is where it's manufactured. And, uh, you know, he's got the shop and all of the heavy-duty equipment that it takes. We just got done doing a chicken coop down there. How far are you from Carmine, Texas? I'm not sure where Carmine is. See, that's is that how big Texas is. It's, <laughs> it's probably an hour from, but that's how big Texas is. Uh, oh, three hours. <laughs> I mean, I'm near I-10, the 630-mile marker. So I've got 630 miles to El Paso. I got uh, nearly 400 miles to get to Louisiana. It even has that new car smell. <laughs> so somebody was asking how how many birds usually can feed at that at the same time. So it depends on the size of the bird. Normally you could do four to six birds, you know, maybe three, four across the paddle and a couple on the sides. Um, and in terms of flock size... You know, we've had 40 birds on this, and they, they all take their turns, and, and it works out sure. fine. If you've got, you know, 100 birds, you might want to get a couple of feeders. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, some it's because, it, you know, they, there'd be just so many eating at any given time. And it depends on how much free range they allow as well. So, um, I mean, you know, 40, 50 birds, it's, it, it's more than fine. Do you want uh, to bring him in again? Uh, yeah, we will. We will. Okay. 
Have faith and have faith and yeah, thank you. Um, so uh, John Canfield says Coop Allah needs to bring out one that will hold up to twenty five pounds of feed. Is there anything in the future of maybe something that holds larger amounts of feed? That's a great question. At this time, we don't have anything that's a extension. We've talked about extending it up to hold, you know, twice that capacity, but we haven't taken that to production as yet. If we get a lot of demand, if everyone calls us and says, please, we want more capacity, we'll do it. But you can see the way it goes vertically. It wouldn't be hard to extend it mm -hmm. straight up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I would be. Agree. I would be interested in Yeah, that. I know. Because when we... I may have more than a few birds. May or may not. Just show not off. Saying... <laughs> um, yeah. Chicken math, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. But, so... but he's right. You could just get two. Okay. And uh, it, actually that for that to hold 5 gallons. So that's 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 surprising because it it looks more compact. Do right. we have chicken feed here? So how wait. No. So Tony, how many how many pounds does like, people are asking again? So, yeah, we, we've put it'll hold about 18 pounds of feed. Okay. And if you've got 20 birds, that'll feed them for 3 or 4 days. And it depends, on, you know, the free range even longer. Yeah, sure. So, I I like I mean, the less waste to, thing. Does anything yeah, it, it, ever accumulate underneath the the um, the step that would? Oh, the paddle. Yeah. yeah. So if you've got cravings and so forth, you can get some of that buildup, and we've got the spring loading to you know to prevent it from being damaged. But you know, if you go out there and, and it's got a bunch of junk underneath there, just kind of pick it up, sweep it out. It's you know, okay. gosh. It yeah. takes a few seconds. Yeah, I know, that's, I know. that's what happens in the chicken yes. world. Yes, and that is such a good point because I tell you, one of the things yeah. that we hear all the time with chicken coops and selling chicken coops, and God knows I'm trying to make everyone happy, people need to remember it's a chicken coop. You're going to have to do something. It's going to you know? be dusty. Yes. It's going to be dirty. Oh, my gosh. There, there might there's be people poop. going around with a vacuum cleaner. It's like, are you, are you crazy? Um, you know, but... Uh, yeah, so that's a good point. Again, I wish, hopefully, when we do the next studio, we'll have a bigger camera shot. Oh, we're going to do another studio? Well, I haven't shown you what we've been working on. All right. Um, oh. Yeah, so just pick it up. Use some common sense. You know, but again, the point about how much money you're going to save and the pest prevention is just one of the two greatest features about this. And again, it's American-made uh, right down in Texas. The quality is far superior to the other uh, footstop style feeder. And I think you guys would be extremely happy. And, that, and this is the other reason why we do this. And you guys, I, this is my first time seeing it. Um, we were talking about adding this to our website, see if we can't work out a great deal uh, with chickendoors.com so that you guys can purchase this from us. Uh, it would be the same price as if you purchased it directly from chickendoors.com. But, of course, we'd love to try to get a little bit of a credit for what we do to try to educate the community and things like that. But I love it. I, my vote is yes. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Ingrid? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Absolutely love it. Tony, uh, yeah, bring Tony back in so we can say uh, thank you again. And um, in case you guys are just joining us, this is the uh, the man, the legend down in Texas, the... Uh, would you would you call yourself the inventor? Like I, mean, I did have a hard time kind of giving you a title. So, I think there's yeah. So, so keep in mind, my background. I'm Sparks. I'm the electrical guy. Mark is the mechanical genius, and and, and Mark's best friend from gosh 30, 40 years, a fellow named Dave. Between them, they're the guys that spent 
all that time that year designing this feeder. Um, good news is you don't have to plug it in. You don't need an outlet nearby. <laughs> There's no, so, you know, my contribution electrically is, well, okay, it won't electrocute the birds. Um, but yeah, we're, we're all in the business together. So yeah, oh, I'm, I'm awesome. electrical. He's mechanical. Awesome. Well, Tony, thank you so much for being yeah. here. You are such a good person to have on the show. I love the humor. I love the history, the education. And most of all, I love what you guys are doing for this wonderful hobby. Yeah, Just making I'm it better for everyone. Really impressed. I wanted to show you one of the, because you can't see it from your view. This is the little spring mechanism inside with the roller at the top. And that's what goes through that pedal on the bottom and, and moves the lid. So, you know, and you can see it's not a simple right. um, no. you know, piece of metal. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on here. And that's there's the thing. like recessed um, things in the side here, so they don't stick out. I mean, this is really really sharp, right? To, and to I have, mean, not sharp, impressive, and no sharp edges, right? Right. To have something like, so clean so, and slick looking, there's a lot that goes into achieving that. Yeah, it's not easy. I love so yeah, it. Uh, you are definitely getting. I think you a know. Great and value. another thing is, I don't think I have a rat or mouse problem, um, but this would be good for prevention too. It's all about yeah. prevention. I can't say it enough. Well, your bugs and, and pests are seasonal. So they come, and a lot of them, they come out at night. Yeah. When you don't see them, just your food goes away like crazy. Well, you know, one challenge I tell folks, if you don't get a substantial reduction in your food bill, let me know, because I've, I've never heard of anyone that didn't yeah. uh, have a real substantial savings. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. And mice can go through the half inch by half inch hardware cloth, right? Yes. Yeah, a mouse. A lot of people don't realize this. If you can take a number two pencil yeah. and fit it through an opening, a mouse, can, an adult mouse, can fit through that opening. The only hard part of their body is the skull. And the same is true for rats as far as the only hard part. And the rule for rats is half inch. If you think about it, that's crazy. You know, so we have people like, well, I want quarter inch by quarter inch hardware cloth on my coop. I'm like, we can do it. It had to be special made, but you got to keep the gauge up. You might as well just have solid walls at that point. It's just <laughs> ugly and stupid. Uh -huh. um, but and mice can chew through. I mean, technically, rats could chew through copper. You know, they, if they really want to get in there, they can. But it's all about prevention. I saw a picture the other day of, you know, aluminum cooking pans that mice and rats had actually chewed down the side an inch or two. It was amazing. Yep. They do. They do. I've seen it in kitchens. Oh, my God. Thank God there was no smartphones back in my extermination days because, well, no, I, I always said I could start a show. Holy cow. The things that you guys just don't see that go on in commercial kitchens. I don't know. But you but still eat out. All the huh? I'm sorry. You'd shut down all the restaurants. Everyone oh, would yeah. say, oh, my God, I'm not going to eat out. Well, they need to up their standards. I tell you, one of the things I love about North Carolina, and I saw it firsthand. I'm not just saying this because I live in North Carolina. Uh, they have the sanitation score posted right at the door. Well, they do in New York. Not in, maybe New York City. They do oh. not in New York State, <laughs> the real New York. And, Stop. Here we go. And um, <laughs> I have worked up and down the East Coast, the cleanest kitchens all around are definitely in North Carolina, hands down. Hmm. And I always love to brag. Uh, the cleanest kitchen, corporate, the cleanest corporate kitchen to eat at the restaurant. You'll never guess what it is. And I bet you I talked about it before on a show. I know I have. Don't answer. And, you know, we haven't done a giveaway. If anyone can guess, if they've been watching this show. Oh, boy. No, seriously, what is the, what, what restaurant, corporate chain restaurant is the cleanest one to eat at. And I definitely have talked about it in the shows in the past. You can get that. I'll send you a free bail of hemp. How's that sound? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. All right, Tony, again, thank you so much. You're the man. I can't wait to come down to Texas, meet you in person, meet your whole team down there. Again, thank you so much for what you're doing for this hobby. And keep inventing stuff. 
we're, we're, we keep going. We keep okay. going. Take care, Tony. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, I love having guests on. Yeah, that, he's uh, he's done a great job. Yes, I I mean I can't keep I keep touching it. I can't yeah, stop. It's, this <laughs> is a great product. And it, did you try picking it up yet? I think you maybe have, but. I mean, oh yeah, that's much heavier than yeah, the other and, one. and that's a good point. So the chickens can't tip it over. Yada yada yada. So all right, I, re- I really do think that he could probably go up a little higher. I do like food storage, feed storage, but so um, yeah. So Misty says, you want me to bring this question? Yes, yeah, so let's go ahead. Okay. And, yeah, absolutely. So I know on the forum, Misty had said that she has a broody hen and she was going on vacation and can like her hen be broody for thirty three days because that's when her chicks are coming. I didn't know how to answer that. That was more of a Kristen question. I didn't feel comfortable saying, because I always know it's 21 days, and you can go maybe 24, 25, but she's going 33. Is that too strenuous for the hen? She's, um, I mean. We, we, just, we just don't know. She's the one that decides when she goes broody, and she's going to decide how long to stick it out. I've had... I've had a silky be broody for months and months until I just thought, oh, I'm going to have to get some chicks or this hen's going to die. So it just, it, sometimes it depends on the breed, how broody they're going to, how persistent they're going to be. Um, if you, <laughs> I don't think it's going to be, the, that's not much longer than the 21 days. Yeah. So I wouldn't be concerned about her health. Um, I think she's going to just do fine. Just uh, maybe make it convenient for her to get food and water which yeah. I'm sure it is, and uh, she's going to do what's best for her and keep uh, keep those fake eggs under her. So that, it, That's really key is to make her feel like she's sitting. Is it, is it, it sounds like it's better to let them go over the 21 days than to give them chicks prior to oh, the yes. 21 days. Oh, yes. Yes, I've tried yeah. less than, and it almost never works. Okay. Right. That's and, interesting. And the best is I'm, I've seen mama hens bring baby chicks down underneath their wings down from the hen house <laughs> into the run. And uh, the other Are fun- you going to do that Im- do that imitation again? Yeah, that was cute. Yeah. Excuse I love me? your chicken imitations. Well, hold on. Did you see the tan I just gave us with a couple slides of I a butt? We're like white as a ghost, man. Summer uh, needs to get here. So- what, they, they, what, this? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm just you saying. make such a nice mother hen. So oh, Misty really, silky, that's what sure. she really asked was um, having the broody mom raise chicks in the Carolina coop. Once they leave the box, the nest, the, um, the egg hutch, to go right. to the run, do they need a special place for them in the run? Or right. do they go back to the... I think once they get out of that egg hutch, in my experience, and I don't have a lot of experience, but in my experience, they don't go back. Right, I've seen what you do. No, they don't. And th- they'll stay in the... In the nesting box for, I mean, Danielle and Jimmy did this, right? They kept them in the the nesting box for a few days, Mm -hmm. take out the divider so they have more space, put a little food and chick food and water, like a nipple water. I love those for chicks. And um, let them stay there for a couple days until they have a chance to get, you know, hydrated, get some food. And the mother will bring them down. Or you can preemptively at night perhaps take them down and put them in the run and put the chicks back under the hen and but she'll stay what there at are night. you gonna do in the run do you have to provide her like her own little shelter her own little nursery I, I what did. are we doing down inside the run i did mine came out like immediately yeah times and i i got a dog crate that i reinforced with some like deer netting because the little babies can pop through and i just had them in there and then i would sometimes let them 
go out in a bigger area of the run and keep the other chickens out because the other chickens they have to protect their babies I i've used a, car, a costco box turned on its side what are you doing uh just trying to figure out what you're doing because the what are you, i was what going are you to doing it's going to the comments uh, that well, was that's... all that, well, that's that was, that was the com in, no that was, that was the comments right here. See, I went to comments and oh you're doing goodness. a screen share in comments, which is interesting. Um, huh, I didn't know I yeah, could do that. No, you do know. All right, so we'll just go back to the main there page. There we go. Well, I just love when I just, I just love all the comments that come in, and guys, I can't I know, thank you but enough. it's hard for people to read them when you mm, bring them in. No oh boy, I can't do anything right. I swear to God, I can't wait for this week to be over. Uh, Fisher Matt Ryan <laughs> it is says Friday. Fisher Matt Ryan says, "Don't ever feed." Tour, but I think it means your chickens, ocean fish. Oh, that's right. He's a big fisherman. That yeah, makes sense. he had these little like bait balls that he made with like sardines and stuff. Eggs are gross. So it, I have never actually experienced that, but I've been told like if you feed, I can't stand onions. If you feed your chickens onions, your eggs are going to start tasting like onions. Or the same to be garlic uh, with garlic. I think it's got to be a lot. Yeah. I don't know. Well, he was, they, I mean, they like fish. I've given my, my chickens tuna and they love it. Like especially if they're molting, I will give them like some tuna, mm -hmm. and but I don't know how much Matt gave them because I never noticed that my eggs were fishy. But mine uh. like taco meat and barbecue, <laughs> <laughs> and they also like spaghetti. Spaghetti's good. Oh yeah. Uh, so also yeah. before I forget, uh, we're already past one o'clock. Can't thank you guys all for being here. Uh, a couple things. I hope everyone got a chance last Saturday at noon Eastern to see the part two of Cooper Cluckett. Kristen? Yes? Did you watch it? I watched part one. Why, you can just, why is it so hard for you? Just I had a couple birthdays this week. It was a pretty busy oh, week. Oh, that is true. Your oldest turned 21. Yeah, it was uh, so much fun. Yeah. Um, so you haven't watched part two? I haven't yet. You're, she, it, she was there. Why in... does she have to watch it? She knows what happens. I don't <laughs> think I was. I don't, I'm done. I'm done. I don't think I was lively enough, actually. Well, you, you need to engage and be lively, yeah. but it was a great video. If you guys didn't get a chance to watch it, have no idea what we're talking about, check out Carolina Coops on YouTube. And we did a experiment, Cooper Cluckett, uh, part one and part two. And I love part two because I think you know, we upped our filming and editing and all that stuff. So it's a much okay. better video to watch. But the point is, is we've had this idea that it would be great to, if someone's having a major problem with their chicken coop and they just can't figure it out, to let us know. And we vet out all the different people and the coops and this and that. And if there's someone out there, it's like, yeah, I would love to have you guys come out and fix it. And then we document it and show people. Because, uh, I mean, they see our coop all the time. and They're probably bored with it. But imagine going out to someone else's coop that they put in their own hard work, but they're still having struggles to go out there and fix it. And that's what we tried to do in the Coop It or Cluck It and unfortunately, and if you are one of those people commenting in part two that Matt, you shouldn't beat up that other coop, go watch part one. Anyways, you were uh, very, very kind. Thank you. In Not part in part one. two. I didn't see because they missed it in part one because okay. you didn't want, right. But thank you. I uh, will. I will watch it. We got some people um, answering. I your see thing. it. I see so it. So your question some, was, someone got it is the first one. Oh boy, someone is a winner. Wait. So you're. I just going to reiterate for people that are just joining us. What's the date and time? um <laughs> people are thirsty um <laughs> um february so, 17th 2023 i was uh asking who can remember me in the past shows bragging about the cleanest kitchen cleanest restaurant corporate restaurant chain all right and this was probably 15 years ago so it may not be true today oh i, I guarantee it is it is 
This is a dated uh, opinion. Yeah, yes. I would love to spread the words on where I would not eat, and I won't do that. But I why not brag about the people that are just doing an unbelievable job? And the reason why I want to emphasize corporate is it's not easy having multiple chains and then make sure they all do a good yeah, job. Yeah, because they're franchises, right? right? And, I, and I will say most chains in general do actually a very good job. But there is one, oh my gosh, right, you would so never think it was this restaurant. So these are the answers. We have Starbucks, KFC, Burger King, Chick-fil-A, Chuck E. Cheese. I can't imagine it's Chuck E. Cheese. It's Chunky Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese. Popeyes, Krispy Kreme. Shout out for North Carolina there. Popeyes, McDonald's, Texas Pete, Olive Garden. Hooters. Hooters, of uh, course, man. It was not Hooters. I can tell Dunkin you that. Dunkin' Donuts. We used to do Texas a lot Roadhouse. of Hooters. They have their priority somewhere uh, else. Yeah, I think people are just guessing. <laughs> um, so someone did guess, and I want, it to be the, I want it to be the first person, so we'll have to make sure. I've only saw the answer once, and I just want to make sure it's the first person. Okay, well, I can check that. And for this person to get it, they've had to have watched previous shows, so I think that's awesome. What is it, then? Should I continue to make... Oh, if someone's guessed it, what is it? Yeah, I want to know who was first. All right, so I think some... Yeah, is that the first one? Is I don't, I, I don't want to be wrong. Is it this this one? All right, so nope, nope, okay. it's not that one. Uh, it's definitely not that one. It's okay. Not one. Uh, a couple of people have guessed it now, so I want to make sure there's another okay. one that's guessed it. Okay, so uh, we'll get back to that answer, but if you think you still might have the answer... In and or out? Or you're just going to copy. Subway. Yeah. Anyways, and I. So what? What's the answer? Uh, Chuck E. Cheese. No. No way. Absolutely. Absolutely. They will fire. Oh yeah. They I will do fire the, this now. the general manager like that if they lose one point in any of their inspections. And we were one of the inspections from the from the extermination end. Wow. Oh yeah. And they achieve such cleanliness because they have a very strict policy, but they design their kitchens the right way everything's on wheels um it has to be tethered because you don't want to pull and break the gas line you can imagine that but they make it so you can quickly disconnect a tether and they can empty their entire kitchen in minutes of all the equipment and because of that technique and they're not hiding things they can clean it incredibly well and they do so and the kitchen doesn't have germs but the outside area with the kids <laughs> is like ebola that's what i'm thinking I, and like, they need to work on their pizza recipe oh, i mean okay. I, I, I don't know all i can tell you is i will never forget it might that. be clean but nobody wants to eat I there will put, <laughs> i will put money on that it's still true and let me tell you what i bet they of, never wash those animatronic things either oh. the a lot of the restaurants, um, yeah, a lot of the restaurants and the corporate level do really well. And there's a lot of great family-owned restaurants that do really well. So I don't want to get myself in trouble. All right. Well, Brian, sure you are the winner. So it, he's the first one. Yeah. Okay. All so right. Brian, um, hemp, hemp. <laughs> order up. Yeah. Please, Thank you, Brian. Please um, email Ingrid I N G R I D at carolinacoops.com and we give me your address and we'll send you a bale of hemp whether you want it or not. Yeah, I want to do another giveaway. <laughs> um, I, there was a couple of things I was thinking about, but I, I want to really encourage people from remembering the things we talk about on this show. And it was funny. Did you get the joke last night? Again, it's three in the morning. And you're like, well, what baby chicks do you want? I can tell you're getting a little mad at well, me. Well, I wanted to go back to so, sleep. So what did I do? I sent you the link of Matt's top 25 oh, favorite Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm going to watch that. I know. She didn't even watch the Coop it or Cluck it. Oh, I know, right? Um, I live through both. Okay. So we have a question. Here's Please. a chick question yes. um, from Kimber. My eight-week-old chip, 
chicks have outgrown their brooder. Is it okay to put food and water and heat plate in the coop until they're old enough and it's warm enough for them to go outside? Eight weeks is old enough. Yeah. They should be fully feathered. Fully feathered. We don't know where you are. In, she unless might be in Alaska. Yeah, knows? unless it's know. extreme, they should be good. Yes. So you don't even need the heat plate is what you're saying, right? Yeah. They, if they have shelter. Shelter from yeah. the wind chill. And if they have all their adult feathers, which they should, unless they're silkies, which they don't really have adult feathers. Their adult feathers are fluff. Uh, and that's got to be another good point. Chickens cannot, or silkies must not be able to do well in northern climates because they don't have that ability to Yeah, you kind of have to baby them a little bit. Thank you. To encapsulate that fluff that's underneath that creates those air pockets that they are able to keep themselves warm naturally. I don't know how many times I got, why do we have a black border all of a sudden? I'm not sure That was happened. me. I'm sorry. That, is that was a helicopter? I, okay. It was thought, me playing on the mouse on. with this. Mac, I'm sorry, I'm never going to be uh, a, a Mac user ever. But a great, great question. <laughs> um, I wanted to, and I have to go look for it because um, Darshel had a very nice comment, and I, I wanted to hear. We, we can pull it in. Oh, yeah, very nice. Um, she said, "I so appreciate you guys for doing all this in-depth information. Being new to everything chicken, only ten months now. I'm getting so much out of our Friday date. Just wanted." You guys know you're appreciated very much, and we're still waiting for our time and date stamp from Matt. <laughs> Just want to throw that in there yes, for you, Darshel. Yes, uh, yes yeah. people are still having the drinking game, right? So every time you say the date and time, they're, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. a little behind this week. Should we do that on a show? Oh, <laughs> uh, Ingrid ended up killing. Ooh, what did I just do? I, I got rid of you. Okay. Here we are again. <laughs> uh, Darshel, Hello. thank you so much, and you it are absolutely welcome. This is why we want to do it. I mean, listen. This is brought to you by Carolina Coops, which is our company, and it builds the world's greatest chicken coops. There is a marketing strategy here. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but I want, I'm a believer in it. You educate the consumer, and I want to go into depth. I want to explain why. That way you understand what decision will work best for you. Once you do that, and you're going to go talk to other people, I encourage it. Uh, start to listen to the common denominators and, and start thinking about what just simply makes sense, and you'll realize why we do what we do. So that's why we do it. Darshel, thank you so much. So Robin said, can we go back sometime to the video of the water glassing of eggs? We're we, going to. Are we going to eat some more? We are. They, mm. She said we were yum, counseled yum, yum. to store eggs in a solution of CaO, which is calcium oxygen. I, no, that's not calcium. I don't. I, 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 I'm sorry. I was not good at chemistry. It was lime. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad you guys brought that up because that was another thing I was going to talk about. So let me get back to that real quick. The other thing I wanted to mention, and this actually kind of ties into that point a little bit. Uh, next week, I believe I'm going to be hitting the road for business and going on a little coop tour uh, with some people from Carolina Coop showing us some chicken coops. We're going to be leaving North Carolina, working our way through, and then headed down into Alabama. And I would love to be able to do a show from somewhere on the road, but I'm not sure... That's oh, it's never worked. I think every time we've done it, it's just the Wi-Fi signal, the internet it's signal is not that good. strong. Uh, but speaking of upcoming shows, uh, one of the people that are hopefully are going to be traveling with me is Mackenzie, who's never been on the road, never seen. A, she has not seen a lot of our coops in person, especially the custom ones. She's going to be hopefully traveling with us. But since she's going to be here for an extended stay, according to her, I guess about three weeks or so, uh, I think we are due for you and Mackenzie to try out some more of those, the same eggs. Okay. From, I'm game. I think it's going to be a year ago now, right? Because it was last spring we put it. It was. It was, yep. Year old water glassed eggs, and they're still sitting in the kitchen yep. at room temperature. Okay. 
<laughs> sounds so gross. But we did it about six months ago. None yeah, of us it was got good. sick. And yeah, they were no, actually I good. Ate them. They were good. Now, one of the things I've been watching is would it would they still float even with lime if they start mm-hmm. to go bad? Or to show their age. Well, I they're not say. floating in the lime, right? They're that all is on correct. the bottom. They're also on the bottom. So to me, that must be I wish we would have done a control test with some oh god, you imagine the smell. Uh take it and just regular distilled water tap water whatever with the same number of eggs same jar and do a comparison to the lime and uh hmm. they would have to be floating by now oh they would be yeah yeah that just reminded me that one time where you had some old turkey eggs yeah, yeah there's nothing worse than old rotting egg smell what are you doing with the screen you are killing I, me here i'm not doing any- oh. oh look at that oh um, my gosh mm. i'm trying to bring in a question can you can, can give All me right. a second i need to lock these screens so you stop uh okay bring in a question oh you ready for me now okay. yes thanks i'm sorry i was asleep okay let's go um <laughs> so east stormy says i use fresh patch which is grass sod as puppy pads during storms for my dog they also sell smaller ones for small animals. Would that sort of thing be okay to use in my brooder cage for chicks? I don't know if they're if it's real grass. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what this is. So if it's, it I know be. they have the artificial grass, but I guess if it's real grass, then it's it's fine. Um, I don't think you have to go that extreme, do you, Kristen? No, I didn't. I I wouldn't. I mean, I just use um, hemp or pine shavings. Yeah. Something like that. That kind of reminds me, one of the birthday parties you just had recently at your house, and I'm sorry that I missed it, you had baby chick poop bingo? Roulette, roulette. actually, I guess. We had a grid, uh, numbered grid. We need to do that here. And we- wherever the, um, the you had to place your bets for fun only, of course, mm-hmm. and then uh, whoever guessed the, uh, the, the grid won. Right, we need to do, can we do that on the show? Go get the baby chicks. Bring them on here. We'll do baby chick bingo or roulette or whatever. And that the people, the comments, they can comment in on a number. And Chicken poop bingo sounds better, but it, it I was does. told it was more like roulette. And we tried uh, bantams in there first, and they didn't. They weren't active enough. And then we tried uh, some hens, and they weren't active enough. And we brought in the chicks, and they were oh, active. Oh, yeah. They were all over the place. Yeah, that's perfect. So we, Brian, They were a little more poopy, too. Brian lives in Colorado. He sent me his address. Brian, thank you. So we'll, as soon as we're waiting on a shipment of hemp, so we, sh- we will send you um, a bale of hemp. And I also just wanted to mention, I saw Beth Cunningham who had um, commented. I know she's in Raleigh. I believe I invited her to come to my place if she wants to see the coop and the chickens and the gardens or whatever. So she's also welcome to contact me and set that up. And we have a coop here now. There's actually been a lot of people already that have come and wanted to see that really? coop, potential customers. Yeah, they're just blown away. They're so happy. You should put a little camera out there to see how many people walk around without even you knowing. I have cameras. You think I don't have cameras oh, out there? I've, yeah, that's right. This is me you're yeah, talking really. to. Yeah. Did you just meet him? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so somebody said, asked if um, he's in Orange County, New York. Um, do you know if rooster collars would work to quiet? Um, roosters. I don't think they do. Yeah, I, I mean, thought, it might I help a little, but it's not going to eliminate it. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's right. That's I don't just either. Me. Yeah. I don't. I don't either. Um, okay, so I'm just looking at the comments. Spaghetti. Oh, Ingrid, what spaghetti? I gave spaghetti to my chicken. They love pasta. For, they really do. They love. You just take that takeout thing and you just. <laughs> 
Wait, if that's how Kristen is feeding her chickens, then sign me up. What do you mean? Because she gave them like taco meat and pork barbecue. Oh my gosh, it's unbelievable. (laughs) This morning I gave them beef tallow and... um... We have a video. We never went public with it years ago when you and I started working together. I don't know if you remember, you had your compost bin in your kitchen. Yeah. And we went outside. Remember we got that on video of you feeding your chickens and we did something that is... You know, there's a controversy over, do you feed your chickens a chicken carcass? Oh, God, they love it. They the love it. The rotisserie chickens. Right, yeah. so oh I wasn't sure. God. I wasn't sure if Ingrid was going to get mad at me for saying that. Okay, good. I'm in the clear. No, they, I, I still actually have a bone that's been buried in my coop that gets unearthed from a carcass <laughs> that I gave them. I don't know what bone it is, but maybe the breast bone. Yeah. They love it. Yeah. They, oh, yeah. They, they, your chickens eat well, that's for sure. I'm they, sure a lot of people's chickens do. Actually, my the chickens cleared a like a chicken carcass better than my dog's would, I think. Oh, yeah. It is amazing. Yeah. Um, all right. Now Matt's reading comments. Yeah. I visited Joan last night. She's on, She was commenting today. She was telling me about her chickens. She's new to chickens about a year now, and she said that she's seen them eat a frog, mm-hmm. um, a mouse, or so, uh, maybe it was a shrew, something like that, I, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and uh, a small snake. Uh, Joe Clemente says, Matt, I went to the village meeting and they're going to change the law to let people have a small flock. No more than six chickens in the village I live in. So that's awesome. That is yeah. nice to hear. It is nice. Because I can't stand when local government is yeah. against the people. Um, and uh, hopefully they don't come out and do head counts. And if they do, you can say you have a visiting chicken. <laughs> I have six, but three are visiting. <laughs> But six is good. It's a good amount to have. It is. That's reasonable. Yeah. Uh, someone's wanting to know if we ever sent out a shirt to Scott, Scottish Wildman. Did we miss something? Let us know. I guess he never got his shirt. Um, Everyone sent me out the mm. shirt. Uh, I kind of remember him. Email Ingrid. Yeah, I think he yeah. won the Golden Bell. He's had yeah, some. no, yes. I thought we did. But um, send me your dress again, please. I'm sorry. If so you speaking didn't. of shirts. Okay, I, you know what? I For you guys out there listening, bring them. me in one of the test shirts. I don't bring. I don't have send you the seen the test out, shirts. So. No. Okay. If there's anything that drives me nuts when it comes to making people happy is ordering a hundred shirts in a box of all different sizes that makes everyone happy. Can't do it. Can't do it. Um, so Amber, one of our sales girls, had some test shirts brought in. Oh, that's a great idea. Pretty smart. Yeah. And uh, they came in. And I haven't really taken a close look at them, but I would love it if someone's listening. I know there's a delay out there. Go grab one of those shirts. Let's bring it in. Come in. Yeah, but we got new shirts coming in. Uh, we got to replenish the shelves. People, there it is. There, it's Emma. Thank you, thank you, Emma. Perfect. Emma is the one that makes sure we don't run out of materials, make sure that we get great pricing so we can pass along the safe. Jeez. I had to feel it in my hands. It's one of the better smelling employees. She always smells like cotton candy or something like yeah, that. Yeah, she great. does. She does. Doesn't smell, smell that? Mm. She does. She does. She definitely smells good. Uh, so this is one of our shop shirts, and I've gone to all safety colors. I don't know why. I just thought it would be cool. But we have a black shirt, and we got Carolina Coops on the front. And is that embroidered? This is a silk. Sc- is it heat press? Oh. That well, hold on. I think it's heat press. I don't think that's heat press on the front. And I'm not a fan of heat press. Hold on. I I don't want to touch it. I want to look at it. Really? Come on. I'm your co-host. Stop being a shirt whore. (laughs) Hog. I'm going to be a shirt hog. I'm not. not, But you're ruining it. Okay. So we got this on the front. But here's the thing you guys are always complaining about. Uh, This is too stiff. This is too light. This is see-through. 
Well, we do. Yeah. That's, that's is true. there a reason you want all your He's employees to have okay. see-through shirts? No, they're not see-through. <laughs> what kind of place is this? Hooters? Oh, my gosh. So this is 50-50. cotton, 50% polyester. That reminds me of that old 90s song, uh, The Sweater. Remember that oh, yeah. song? Um, so 50-50. Now, tell me what you think about the material, because you seem to be the biggest critic of these shirts. Mm, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. There's just no Is it not soft? You... It's better than the other ones. I think we can do better, though. Okay. Now, I like here's cotton. here's the thing. Okay, they are not see-through It shirts. does look good, though. Oh, um, that, that, that color's much more on than it yes, one was. Yes, and the reason why it's on, that's a heat press. Okay. I don't like heat press. Oh. They just don't hold up. They peel. Okay, but the other one that you did originally with that logo didn't get the colors yeah, right. Yeah, no, nowhere close. Nowhere okay. close. So, um, how are we doing? Uh, this is the back of the shirt, that but we good. have a handful of these, but I'll have to see what Amber wants. But anyways, so what, what do people want? 50, 50, 100% cotton. Remember George and Seinfeld for the Yankees team? Yes. Gotta have cotton. You know cotton. those, um, the tour de coupe shirts, those were always good quality. Like they felt good. They were soft. Okay. Um, and then I have a couple other t-shirts I want to bring in that were just like, they feel good and they look good. Wait, what is this? Hold on. Melinda T, I would love to have Matt destroy. Oh boy, this is this is juicy. But yeah, bring that and look at the kitty. We're almost ready for our kitty. Oh. Very, very soon. We okay. haven't picked out Squirrel. a name. I I only <laughs> I, I I haven't added to my uh my cat flow. I would for love a while. to have Matt destroy my homemade coop, but Hubby is fighting me on getting my Carolina coop. I don't know. So again, guys, I'm being very serious. I'm not sure how we're gonna go out there, but I want to do more Coop It and Cluckets. Um, and I'll people be honest. People like it. Yes. The comments, people are saying that they like it. Yes. And I, we need to do it because we got to do our own pilots because I'm a believer in the concept of a show that we've always been talking about. And again, it just it's just the ideal way to really learn if you're building your own coop or why we do what we do. And it shows it's not easy. It is not easy to build a perfect chicken coop. There's always going to be a little something here and there that people are like, well, you know, but again, it's a chicken coop, folks. Um, and then tell me, 50-50, 100% cotton. I, I don't know. Whatever. Cotton. Dry fit. See? Nobody pe likes to dry fit. Pe <laughs> people love dry fit. I love the dry fit. People hate 100% cotton. People love 100% cotton. Anyways, okay. <laughs> Why don't you go through your t-shirt collection and see... See, feel what... this. Feel this. Seriously. No? I mean, see, that's nice. Yeah, yeah but you nice. made the nice shirts for you. Yeah. But then for like, I, like I don't like. I've never seen any of those shirts. I just get the like, here's a t-shirt. Are you you like it? What size do you you like that? It's my calm juice, my calm uh -huh. air, my calm. That's gas. How's that working for you? <laughs> oh, how many? How come you never wear the t-shirt I gave you? Oh, that was a good one. All right. Um, <laughs> yes. Okay, come on. Let's get. All right. It's already one twenty-six. Uh, so next week, we may or may not be here. I'm not sure. Mackenzie's coming down. We are going to do a year taste test, but we're, they're, they're supposed to last 18 months. So we're going to push it. We're going to go all the way to 18 months and see if we end up getting food poisoning. or. I'm game. And since you I were not you're... going to be here next week. Potentially. Well, if you get a good enough connection, we can do it. Oh, okay. I will try like how. So here's what we're going to do. What My last stop, I can't wait to go visit our last stop. It's a follow-up. And it's a site survey. It's uh, our customer down in Fairhope, Alabama, where she has one of the custom chicken coops. It's a beautiful custom chicken coop. And she also has the goose house. Mm -hmm. 
And I think we've even had her on the show talking about guardian geese. I can't remember if she was or we had someone that she knew. Anyways. No, we had somebody that she expert. knew. Yes. We're going to be doing follow-up videos on all that and then a uh, site survey, which is one of my favorite things to do, and that is work with bird netting and because it's tricky. It is right. hard to, one, get it done right and make it look good. So and you're going to get some footage so we can yes. make a little tutorial, right? Yes, I hope please. so. As long okay, as I'm good. not in a bad mood that day and someone's oh, got the camera. Such a I... prima donna. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so after that, after since I, I moved Dahlia from Welcome to Chickenlandia to March. So the first Friday in March, she will be on the show. And she also wants you on her podcast. So, Matthew. Sorry, I just saw the word. I know, I know. <laughs> oh. Mm. What peas? peas? Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, well, so we'll you, figure so, it out. So she wants you on her podcast. Too. Oh, she does. Yes. Oh, sorry, I didn't listen. I, saw I know you didn't listen. I, could I tell. would love to be on her podcast. What an honor! She is yes. such a fun lady. She has the best glasses, the eye wearing glasses. Yeah, and she has a new book. I so know. So you I'm can s- pre order the book because pre orders kind of count. And so if you um, go to Welcome to Chickenlandia, when are we going to do our book? I want. I don't read. And I'll never read our own book, but I want our own It'll book. It'll be hard to write then. Yeah, it really will. <laughs> I can write it for you, though. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, and Ben says, down with Dale. Because <laughs> that's, that's how Thank he wishes you. you a happy birthday. Thank you. I had a scare last Friday, and I, didn't, I was beside myself. My neighbor said, Dale went to your door yesterday. Oh. <gasps> And I was like, what in the world? When my tree was stolen, and I was like, I don't know if I can handle this on top of the, the missing tree saga. So I went and to Dale's door last Friday night. Oh, no. Because I, I just couldn't sleep, and I had just, like, I, I can't take it. So, and I said, hey, I heard you stop by. What can I help you with? And he said, I didn't stop by. Yeah. Really? Um, Suspicious. Yeah, and again, let, you got to let us know what happens about the uh, tree thief. I have, uh, uh, I have people snitching. Nice. I put out a reward. I got a scorned. uh, Another woman had her walnut tree stolen. So she is working the neighborhood. Are you paying as the reward in eggs? No. Okay. Cash. Uh, So Ashley has a question. And I love if you guys got a question, uh, put question up there. That really helps with all the comments coming in. It does. Uh, Any recommendations on the height of the fence for a chicken yard? I do have some. it's not necessarily the height that is more and impo- most important. It is what the fence is made out of. And even more important than that is the top part of that fence. If that top part of the fence has a flat board on it, the chickens are going to fly up on top of it. Um, you're much, it's much better to have a wire fence or a picket fence or something that doesn't have a landing space on top. I've had luck with a two-foot wire fence, and whereas like a six-foot fence with a flat board is more... Really? Yes. That's fascinating. Yes. And that makes perfect sense. Yes. So Because more... I was going to say the rule of thumb is six foot. Yeah, so that I mean, really... you don't have to clip their wings. I'm not a right. fan, especially if you're free-ranging. Don't clip their wings. Right. Uh, but one of the... I've had luck with a four-foot picket. Um, really a chain link fence has the they don't go over that but they they will fly on top of the gate that has the the bar on it that is see mine don't though I, but they yeah. flat on top yeah you know? and, and if, if that's because they're incredibly happy in Ingrid's yard yeah. <laughs> so that's another thing is is if they have no reason to leave the fenced area 
if they have enough to eat, if they're perfectly happy in there, if they don't have anywhere, if nothing's pursuing them, for instance, if there's a dog or something that's harassing them, they're going to want to escape and they're going to fly over a fence. But if they're like in an Ingrid's yard, it's the Garden of Eden. So it they have no reason to, to try to get well, away. Well, and I, the, the, the fence height around the chicken coop is eight feet because it's set back. Ah. Oh. But the one by the lower level that I let them out is six feet because I can't have that's right by the sidewalk. So you also have to be aware of any kind of regulations. Yeah, and I have a, a stack of bricks up against the six-foot privacy fence, and that's troublesome because there's one hen that flies on top of the stack of bricks and then over the fence to get to the neighbor's bird feeder. Um, CM oxide, okay. So, so, I, so known I, as quicklime. Thank you. Yes, thanks, Miguel. And um, Mike Trapp says tri-blend shirts are really soft, and he's right. Those are usually those heathered ones. I think that's kind I, of what you got on, Matt, right now, those tri- those like heathered. I, I do like the heathered ones. Okay, yeah. will I think everyone what, be happy? Everyone. I, you no can more just complaints? order a T-shirt for each person. Oh, yeah, that's what it does. Yeah. yeah, maybe. That's um, not hard. <laughs> 100% merino wool. Yeah, that's fancy. Oh, yeah. Never yeah. heard of it. It's a type of wool. Um, Bella Canvas, that is a nice shirt. Yeah, the Bella Canvas is the company that makes the yeah. shirts. That's what my original Friends of Hens shirts were. So this is interesting. Kimber says, I just got a coop from Leonard, and I'm already ready to cluck it. Uh, yeah. We have had to go in and fix Leonard coops in the past. Do and they make coops, or do they just make sheds? So, yeah, yeah Leonard is this, I guess it's a, it's a, it's a large company, and yeah. they just mass produce these structures. And they send them out to those shed lots that you yeah. see. And it's mm-hmm. just about a turn and burn. And we get contacted by companies like that all the time. That Well, the people that are on those corner lots. And I was like, listen, you got to be a chicken person if you're, you think you're going to be successful selling these chicken coops. And a lot of times I could tell they're, they're not in the chickens or they're not chicken people because they're selling these. And I'm, I'm not trying to beat up Leonard, but there are things that they do. We that, can beat up Leonard. No, it, it's a major shortcut. But I get it. Leonard's, they're, they're affordable and they're readily available. They're able to just mass produce them. But so many times you peel up the shingles, the asphalt shingles, they're using a not they're using a hand staple gun. To put Crown, those a down. crown stapler. Not even a, no, not even a crown stapler. It's a hand no, stapler. No, I, I, we... To join two boards together. Oh, oh yeah. There, well, there's a wide crown staple. Yes. yes. And we dabbled with that. I was like, no, yeah. I'm not even going to go down this we path. We tested it. Um, but yeah, again, folks, if you have a coop out there, you're like, oh my gosh, this would be great to do a coop or clock it. I'm not sure if we should fix it. I'm not sure if we should replace it. And of course, if we end up replacing it like we did in part, well, I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't seen it. They're going to be like, oh, Matt, you're just trying to upsell them. I'm not. I actually really wanted to capture trying to fix a coop and, and, and teach people why. So cotton all the way. I'm telling you, I, I shouldn't even done it. I shouldn't even started. Yeah, why do you ask if you don't want some? No, I think this opinions. is good. This is good to get some get some in, input. Um, oh, Matt and a that's a great one. Uh, this one, the one after that. Oh, okay. Well, so anyway, so just ordered our coop this week. Just wanted to say thank you to oh. Kristen, Amber, and Kenzie. Wow, back shed treasures got. Uh, wow, they got all three of you guys. See, well, answering my questions and getting everything figured out. Great customer service. Thank you. Uh, that is so incredibly important to us. And, uh, you know, that reminds me, too. I don't know if we should plug them. We, we, I was on the phone earlier with a uh, potential customer, and she was saying she had great customer service on a hatchery out in California. I don't remember the name. I wrote it down. I guess we should check them out, but I wasn't sure if you guys have heard of them. And we'll check them out first. Okay, Ingrid? Okay. Um. What is this? Bat- Matt in a bad mood. Never feed him. <laughs> well, that's what now she's trying to feed me breakfast this morning. I was, 
Um, okay, so it is. Yeah, it's one thirty-four, and no, do an audio book. Isn't this is kind of a form of an audio book? Matt's picture book on chickens. <laughs> Question: What's going on with your tree? Okay, so we did talk about that. I yeah, I've got, got a suspect. Ten seconds. Okay. Uh, so his uh, neighbors are snitching that he's got my tree in his kiln <gasps> in his backyard. Wait, you found out who it is? Oh, I've known who it is. It's the guy who's been harassing, who's been asking me for this tree for two years. Hold on, hold on. Okay, one, you didn't tell me this. Two, he said to you that he said he knew who it was. Okay, but that that's was not just a lie because he knew it was him. Yeah, and I'm and sure I, that's to throw me off. I told you it was arsonist him. Arsonist at the fire. I, I did thing. a background check on this guy, and it, it, there had to be what was there a hundred arrests as this? recently as larceny last fall. What a Jeez. And he stole some other woman's walnut tree. So, okay, hold, okay, I got to ask. Okay, how did you find out? Well, the other woman is asking the neighbors and trying, and, so and it's they're, not, they're, they're snitching. Okay, but you don't have proof yet. That's what I was getting at. Well, I, I mean, need, I, I need a tree. Not... I need a tree private investigator to do like the the grain matching. But uh, but if I have a tree attorney, they they get three times the value of the tree is is the is the guideline. Here's a good question: How long can chicken feed be stored? I don't know. Yeah, because it depends on where it's stored. Exactly. That's I would I, totally I, agree. I don't know that, but if people are prepping or they want to have a whole lot of feed, I suggest a whole grain feed and the nutritional packets. For long-term storage, because the uh, pelletized, the you know, the commercial feed, doesn't doesn't really last that long. Yeah, it doesn't. I so don't think it would hold up. If you're much. looking for like really long, wait a minute, storage, the commercialized feed is different. No, yeah, I mean like parts. pellets or crumbles that's the, already like processed it, and mashed and, and. But it doesn't last as long. Then whole grain, no, I don't think so. That's interesting because you would, I I would think that it would be just like our like preservatives. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. So you're saying there might be something going on with the feed. There, there could be something that's different there. No. Oh. <laughs> um, so here's he, where here's where Ingrid just runs the outro music. On. Here's here's the thing. Here's the <laughs> thing. All about, right, you guys, okay. I gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah, here's the thing about the feed, though. Yes, and yes. And this is not a problem, in my opinion, with chicken feed. All cereal grain type food have eggs in it from oh, yeah. SBI. That's okay? just a bonus. Indian meal moths. Mm, weevils yum, yum. larder beetles all that um the chickens are gonna love it that doesn't mean it went bad uh so speaking it's gonna of, eventually hatch and, and it's gonna incubate and hatch what speaking of larvae, we can get our black soldier fly larva machine out here Hell yeah, machine yeah, or whatever harvester can Let's, you get on that please yes please yes that's wake forest you, i'll go and i'll go during happy hour you mean it yeah okay right. uh that would be fun anyone want to join me i love wake forest uh, okay, well, we're going to get through this. I promise Ingrid's oh trying to get out of here. I, I can end the show if you got to go. Okay, but hold on. No, no. Well, but I, I want to make sure. So do you have any recommendations for a friendly rooster? I'm a teacher for handicapped children. Would love to have a rooster one day, but everyone keeps warning me about the roosters and kids. I wouldn't, but go. What's your answer? That's I, you. I mean, you, you just have to get one that's been hand-raised in a backyard in a small flock. I, I don't know that any particular breed is going to be friendlier than other. There's a lot that goes into that, so... What about like the little ones like you had? Because those are. Oh, yeah. The little silky rooster. I have a silky rooster. At... Silky. And you had Francis. Yes. Also a rooster. And yes. And he was super friendly. And they were both really good at roostery things. 
<laughs> Get an attorney from the branch office. Oh, that's that funny. Is, is that oh, that's one? I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Get an attorney from the branch office. All right, Joan, you know what to that do. That is funny. Oh, Just that was a good me. one. Okay. What are, right. sending, what are we sending Joan? Are we uh, sending whatever she hemp? wants. Yeah, yeah hemp. You wants? want a shirt, mug. Oh, no, a we're coop? out of mugs. No, not a coop. No. <laughs> I, wait a minute. I do want to do has that. A, I just went there last night. Yes, I know. I went to go see that. She's in Fuquay. Oh, she better come up then and visit. I think that would be great. Um, all right, guys. It is 139. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. We may or may not see you next week. I'm going to be on the road, most likely. But if I'm not, we'll definitely be here. And who knows what we're going to talk about. But uh, have a safe, happy weekend. Later.